0: episode of Dump Dump Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive Twitch stream run by me, set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, me being Kala, being the GM,
1: and I'm surrounded by my amazing players. Hi guys, I'm Nelly, I play Kira Nightingale, the half l Sorcerer. I may be a bit drowsy, but it's only because... I went hiking like a good, good adventurer. Good morning, everybody. I'm Wednesday,
2: and I play Lawrence Skyvale, the Azimar Paladin. Hi,
3: everyone. I am Lina, and I play Andromoch, the changing Druid.
0: Picking up from where we last left off, our amazing adventurers were traversing through the sky sewers of a sky city called Il Uranos, and as they were traversing through the sewers, they had to jump across to various moving platforms that spiral down into the waste disposal area because the sewers are actually a waste disposal for the city and its magical waste, which is transformed into gelatinous cubes that are on these conveyor belts. Our intrepid adventurers had made it through all the platforms and were just waiting to jump onto the next platform When our amazing druid decided they were fed up with the party and was going to go to the platform by themselves by wild shaping into an owl. And as they did, they saw something underneath the main platform that's going to take them up to the Sky City, which looked like vines. In all fairness, I
3: did say that there are some vines there that looked like they're strong enough to climb.
0: I mean, Mm. you did do that. And to your eyes, there were Mm -hmm. vines. And the other two party members thought, okay, cool. One of them thought they were going to test out the vines. As Aloran reached out and yanked on it as Kira noticed it was not vines. And we are now in the midst of initiative with a beholder. Aloran realizing he pulled on a vine of an actual being.
2: Oh, I hadn't realized that. You told me it felt living. It does feel living. But I mean, I didn't really have a chance to react. I mean, I'm in the midst of like tugging it really hard. Within that split second, I wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway.
1: Okay. Yeah, I haven't even had a chance to yell out and say, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with your initiative, you don't just yet because the beholder rolled real high and you guys rolled real low. As an aside, Chaos Stars, if this is your first time, you can get involved and do some suggestions. Creative Dave, don't forget, you can do that. At that, the beholder opens its eye on the eye stalk that you have grabbed, Lauren, and Another eyestalk comes around and looks at you, Kira. And then, Lauren, please make a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. So you've grabbed on the eyestalk and the okay. eye twists around to look at you and the eye opens quite lazily. You can see it's mm-hmm. doing that, you know, the squint where it's like trying to look through the light. You can see the eyelids, they're not fully open. Yeah. And you do speak under common?
2: No, I do not. That is a foul language. <gasps> okay, okay. So, and you don't speak
0: deep speech either, I assume.
2: No, that's even worse. Shh, so much judgment. Forgets that I live in the sky. I live in the sky. I'm super judgy. So does guys. this
0: beholder, you hear yeah, sounds that sound like guttural speech? You also hear this, Kira. And actually, Andrew Bach, you can hear this as well. Can anyone understand undercommon or deep speech?
1: Let me just check. I mean, I am an academic. There's a chance I may have back in my day. Would
3: the beholder classify as a beast?
1: Actually, you know what? Yes. For
0: the case of this one, because we discussed the law of this beholder, was that it was an exotic pet someone tried Mm. to keep. And then when it got annoying, they flushed it down the loo. And that's why it ended up in the sewers. So you know what? I'm going to say
1: this one is a beast. I did not speak either of those languages. It just wasn't on my to-do list.
0: So you can all hear guttural sounds that might be speech or might just be like a monster opening its mouth going, getting ready to (laughs) eat you. Lauren, you hear those sounds, and even though they're a little bit abrasive to your ears, because it's actually quite loud from where you are, because basically the whole body of the beholder is mouth and one eye, it seems really calming and like the beholder wants you to just sort of sit back, relax, and stay here. That sounds like a good idea. As you are (laughs) charmed by the beholder. And that's going to bring the beholder's actions to an end because it is still trying to suss out what's going
1: on as the light is bothering its dark vision. That brings it to you, Kira. I'll say, Lauren, step back. That's not a vine. That's a beholder. Step back. Just warily try to back away as well. But the more I see the other beholders, I'm trying to like be mindful of how many are around us. Okay. Roll perception for me and roll survival for me. 18 for perception
0: for survival. Be good.
1: Three you
0: realize that there's only one beholder. But it is extremely large, actually. And the reason you hadn't noticed it before is because its skin is that dark, bluey black Mm -hmm. that, you know, just melded into the shadows underneath the platform and within the sewers. So, you know, it's hard to see. The only reason you could actually see it is because, like, its eyes were opening. And they are obviously white in amongst... The purpley black. As yeah. you're looking and trying to be mm-hmm. mindful of your surroundings, okay, since you're not backing away, mm-hmm. you put your foot into one of the pink gelatinous cubes, one of the small ones. <sighs> However, it just smooshes. It doesn't, like, suck in your foot. It just falls apart as you step on it. You can make a knowledge... knowledge. <laughs> that's what you know that it is a beholder you have no idea about anything about beholders or actually magic at this moment you your mind is just pure fear of it is a beholder and we should be very worried
1: i'm stressed stress is not a good way for me i don't think well under stressful situations like normally i do but there's too much stress in this situation for me to process everything yeah that's what i'm gonna go with yeah fair enough That brings it to you, Lauren. I'm going to say,
2: yes, Kira, it may well be a beholder. But we shouldn't judge things based on other people's preconceptions. And I'm just going to stand there holding this eye stalk the whole time. I'm actually going to try and convince Kira that we should take into account the beholder situation. I have no idea what that situation is. And I'm going to say, Kira, I also feel like it may be a good idea for us to just take a break. It's been difficult and we're about to meet your mother. You haven't seen your mother in, in, in years. And this way I get to think through what to actually say to Her Highness eventually when we see her.
0: I feel like this makes sense for Lauren's storyline. Uh, yeah, because... It's too good. Lauren has ditched his previous fiance at the altar, who was also the royalty in the city, and now he's just like, we don't need to go see her. We well, we can chill fun. here. I think it's a good time to take a break. Please roll persuasion and also yes. roll for me survival.
2: Persuasion, of- natural twenty, survival twelve. Kira, please roll insight. 10.
0: You realize something is up. But also you had a very low arcana. I mean, the Beholder hasn't attacked you yet. So you can sense Aloran wants to stay. But you think it's because he's trying to get out of seeing his ex-fiancé. Now that you know the story. Mm. So you realize you're going to have to convince him to leave.
2: I'm just standing still on the platform, just by the way. So that was going to be my question. Holding on to that ice talk. With I have
0: My survival was 12. What's your strength modifier? Plus
2: three.
0: Okay. So you are on a revolving platform. So the platform is moving, mm. but you are saying mm. you are standing still and you are holding the, the ice platform. stalk.
2: It does suggest that I should just stop and relax, like That's
0: right here. True. That's true. Mm. You grab the ice stalk and you can feel it's starting to almost move away from the platform underneath because your strength modifiers higher than a bald is not a strength-based being as you're starting to peel it away from hanging under from its perch underneath because you're standing still but the platform is moving so you are basically holding onto it and just like moving down the platform like someone on an escalator holding a rope you're just like
2: Exactly. Also, I'm super one-track minded So I'm trying to convince Kira of my case And Mm. I just would have forgotten to let go
0: Yeah, so yeah, basically you've turned around You're holding it behind your back And you're like, Kira, we should totally stay And then as you're pulling this beholder Off of its perch that it was chilling underneath You don't trip or stumble or anything Because you had an okay survival At which point, it brings it to you, Andromach You were leaning over the side You've heard every conversation because sound travels within the in, within the sewers. You can definitively see it as a beholder now now that someone's been like, "It's a beholder." you're like, "Oh, it is a beholder."
3: Uh, first off, as a druid, I don't get very often chances to have a look at stuff like beholders. So <laughs> I'm going to take a small moment to just appreciate the absolute wonder of being in the presence of a beholder. Without it actually killing us outright immediately. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast speak with animals to see if I can converse with the beholder. It says I gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. So I've got about 10 minutes to, to have a chat with with the beholder.
0: As soon as you do this, that guttural like starts to sound like the voice sounds young, like in your mind, conceptually. As it says, I've been so alone, are you gonna stay? Stay with me. I haven't seen anybody for a long time.
3: But you know there are all these little fishes and, and things that, are you sure you've been alone down here?
0: The beholder's gonna look around and roll our corner for me and Five. Guys, oh. I need you to do better than that. <laughs> we're, we're trying. I'm okay, just, you know what? I'm, I'm you know I'm what? Roll Lauren, yeah. roll O'Connor and watch. The one dude who knows nothing about O'Connor is going to get like a 20. <laughs> <laughs> just for 15. Yeah. 15. See, when it comes to your turn, you'll know something.
3: Maybe I should use the inspiration here to see if I can maybe get a better wow. check here. Yes. 12. 12 is better.
0: 12 is better. So... As you say that, you realize that the the fish inside the gelatinous cubes, so there were fish inside some of the gelatinous cubes earlier, where actually the danger was the fish, not the gelatinous cube. They're quite far from the Beholder at this point. And the Beholder, even though it's got dark vision and sees really well, can't necessarily see within the, the gelatinous cubes the fish. Also looking at the fact that Kira smushed a cube instead of getting sucked into it and you getting a feeling because you are an innately magical being, being a changeling, right? You sense that the beholder has a a way of stopping some magic and assumedly the creatures inside the cubes and the cubes themselves are magic. And so that's why the cube got squished. So the beholder is going to say, but they said we'd be friends forever. So now I have new friends. Lauren and Kira just hear,
3: Well, I'd love to be your friend because I've always wanted to have a a beholder as a friend. You can see as it's peeling away, it starts to
0: hover (laughs) just underneath the platform, and one of its eye stalks are going to extend and look at you as you're leaning over the edge of the platform. An eye is just going to look at you. And it's still squinting because there's light coming from a Lauren. And then you hear, Friends, stay! Are you going to move? Oh, no.
3: Um, Bob is holding me by my feet, so I'm just kind of, like, laying on the platform right now.
0: Um, At which point, it is Bob's turn. Bob is going to say... What is going on? Because as the eye comes towards you, Andromach, your shape starts to blur. So it's almost like, you know, back in the day, but like when you're searching for signal on a TV and then you can see the shapes and you're like, Oh, I just need to get it. Like turn the knob like that inch to get it. That's what Andromach is looking like. Her shape is fuzzy on the edges. Actually, Bob's not fair's because Bob is very close to the royal family. And if you read our law, so we made some law, which we... We'll share on our Discord if you go and check it out, which I think is really quite cool. It's all about the Sky City and we have Sky Whales and how people save them using changeling magic and a changeling working. And changelings live up in Sky City and also changelings are how we get an Asimov is through a changeling bloodline. So he's part of the royal family and the royal family is the obviously the most pure changeling bloodline. So he's not phased by this and he's not going to call any attention to it. As he- He's going to say, should I pull you up? And Ramach, we should leave.
3: What's going on? Well, I'm just going to like look over my shoulder so you can just see the completely fuzzy uh, countenance of, of, of my my face and say, wait, 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 wait. There's, there's a, a beholder down here. I'm just quickly talking to it then I'm going to lean back up."
0: At that point, the eye is going to peep around the edge At 14, for a second, you feel him losing the grip on your legs. Andromach, as he gets a fright seeing the eye. And then he realizes, no, I can't let you go because you're going to fall. So he grabs your legs again. And he says, I didn't know that was down here. And he is frozen. He's not frozen. He's like frozen in like, oh, oh, shit. Uh, Deer in the headlights frozen. It brings it back to the beholder. In very broken up common, everyone can hear, stay, play, yes. At which point, please make a wisdom saving throw, Kira. 12. The beholder seems to be very friendly and it seems like a good idea to stay and play with the beholder, as you are also no. told. Told no. you so. I I
2: told
0: you so. You didn't want to believe me. As it hovers slightly lower, so its main eye is head height with the two of you. And as you're traversing down the, the ramp, it's sort of hovering and floating and following you. And its eye stalks are now focused on the two of you. Kira, it's looking at you expectantly. Like, almost like when a dog looks at you like, okay, you got to throw the ball. And it's, it's just sort of <laughs> looking
1: at you. And okay. that
0: brings it to
1: you, Kira. I think I still, I'm like, I'm charmed, but I still have a fear in me, I suppose. Being charmed is not going to make you
0: dumb, right? Like, it's not going to charm yeah. you to walk into its mouth. Yeah. Like, so it can't make you do anything against who you are as a, a person intrinsically, right? So it can't charm you to Ooh. attack your friend but it could charm you to convince you that someone who's not your friend is your enemy, right? Okay. And it's charming you to believe that it is your friend.
1: I'm with you. All right. Um, right. I'll kind of pause and then while well, looking at the stalk, and then think, okay, we should all play. Maybe we can play a game and I'm going to hold on to Aloran's, because Aloran's one hand is holding on to the eye stock, right? Yeah, so, I'll... Hold on to, because like, oh, maybe that's a game already. So I'm going to hold on to his other hand. And then I'm going to look up towards Andermach and say, oh, but we should, shouldn't we also play with you as well? And I look at the beholder. Ooh, ooh, wait, one more thing. Actually, with that same thought, I'm going, because I didn't do it, the action was just holding, but Mm. I'm going to misty step all of us up towards the platform where Andermach is. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Okay, so you're gonna grab the edge of a Lauren
1: and Misty step I want his up. hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna his hand. like Misty step
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm allowed. Rule of cool. So as you Misty step onto the onto the main platform, where Bob is standing holding Andromach's legs, as she's peering over the edge, as you appear onto the platform yourself, a Lauren, a Lauren's holding onto the beholder, almost like it's a balloon that has moved yeah. and hovers, and you're pretty sure, Andromach, you hear giggling, and everyone else hears, <laughs> as the beholder giggles. I It giggles, and guys, I apologize. They're not the, the greatest, but they are what they are now. Andromach, you can feel your ankles are getting squeezed extremely tightly. Kira, do you want to move? You are now on the platform. So what you see at on top of the the final platform that's going to take you up is you see what appears to be it's a circular platform about like 60 feet in diameter. But you imagine it's that because half of it is covered by a wall that goes into the roof. As you can see you have now reached the roof. There's the roof of the sewers which is the base of the city. And there's a wall across the side with a door inside, so you can see they've made half the platform into a room, which you assume contains staircase up to the city. So you are standing on the other edge. You can see there are some boxes here. There are some like accoutrements of cleaning and maintenance items. And you see Bob holding Andromach over the edge. His knuckles are white. As he is
1: gripping uh, Andromach quite tightly. So I'm still holding Lauren's hand. How far away am I from Bob and Andromach from where we landed on the platform? So Misty Step is a place where you can see. Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport uh, up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you were looking at where Andromach was leaning over the edge. So you're basically right next to them, each in an unoccupied space. So you could reach out and touch Bob or Andromach. Um, so you're near the edge of the platform.
1: I'll just probably, like, pull Aloran a bit closer to the to the middle and I'll be looking at uh, Bob and Andromach expecting me, like, are we going to play in a circle? Oh. Are we going to...
0: Yeah. Okay, as you pull Aloran and he pulls the beholder like a balloon with him along, and the
2: beholder is just going... Uh, Lauren, it is you. First of all, he's going to look down very confusedly at Kira's hand. Because at this moment in time, he's wondering to himself, why in the universe would he want to hold Kira's hand to begin with? But more importantly, I'm going to turn to look at the beholder and see whether or not I can determine its gender. Like he really loves animals and he likes naming them
0: okay roll perception for me 17 and you know what with your arcana roll for shits and giggles from earlier i'm gonna give you (laughs) some information you realize that they are gender neutral and this one is very young for a beholder but it's also extremely large so it's it's too large for the age it is, you can understand that, you know, obviously being in the sewers for, but, and mm. you've started to put two and two together because you used to live in top city. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're like, there's a magical process that reduces the waste down to the gelatinous cube. But obviously that magical process does something. I mean, the fact that it turns into a gelatinous cube and it's not just like a cube of slime. Right. And you're assuming what has this beholder been eating? Because Bob and them, say, very few people come through here. And Bob didn't know it was here. Thanks, chat. You guys put mm. it here. That's why Bob didn't know it. Not even I knew. And you realize, because you can see that Andromach is losing her shape, yes. you put two and two together that it has an anti-magic feel that its eyes ah. create. And that's turned the cubes into into just general slime because you also saw Kira step on it. Yeah. So it's probably been eating the slime, which once it gets out of its eye line, it becomes magical again. So this baby beholder has been eating magical waste, mm-hmm. and so has grown extremely large. So you can actually see like it's got a lot of eye stalks, mm-hmm. more than you would think a beholder would have. Not that you've seen tons, but, you know, based on, like, books
2: or stories
1: of adventure.
2: That's why I'm an intrepid
3: adventurer (laughs) Yeah, I have
2: read those books. Also, based on the fact that its
0: skin is that, like, midnight blue-black color in all the books you've read, you know, the babysitters, like the paladins club to to adventuring, you know, (laughs) when you're young, like a teenager, (laughs) teenager books for adventurers, right? Do beholders eat? Hey, tonic, clonic, seize. I'm going to say this beholder does, but I actually don't know if they do. But they do. In my world, they eat. I mean, otherwise, (laughs) why would they have such a huge mouth? So, Lauren, you realize that that coloring is not a natural coloring and that this was actually bred and is possibly, was originally an exotic pet. You've heard rumors when you lived at Top City that... You know, some people kept very exotic pets because, I mean, mean, what makes more sense for living in the sky than having a pet that can hover and
2: fly? So once I have realized all of this, I'm going to let go of Kira's hand, turn to the beholder, and in Celestial, as is my want when I speak to animals, I am just going to say, They're there now, little squint. I suggest that you accompany us upwards out of these sewers because I feel like it's dangerous for you to continue to consume the waste. It doesn't understand. So
0: it hears like someone blowing on a bottle, like. I feel like that's what celestial sounds like, like someone blowing over a bottle. Chorus,
2: yeah. Angels angel's chorus, yeah. Angel song, Gregorian chanting. (laughs) (laughs) Enya
0: Enya meets a group of bottle blowers.
2: I do it anyway with all animals. I mean, cats probably don't speak celestial, but Um, they come out of the trees, man. (laughs) There's a
0: soothing sense to it, it's the gist of it. Like you're basically doing ps ps but in Celestial. <laughs> the beholder squint. I love it. Uh, seems happy with that. As an aside, the reason why we are, have given it this pet storyline is because chat placed it as an idea. Andromach,
3: it is you. I'm going to be a little confused when they just suddenly disappear. Uh, look back over my shoulder when the knuckles... And I'm like, oh, 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 there, oh, you can pull me back up, pull me back up.
0: I'm going to say, in your move action, he will pull you back up so that you can do something
3: else and stand. I'm going to get up and, oh, I do understand Celestial, so I do actually hear that uh, Aloran calls him Squint. Does the Beholder understand the name that he's been given? Then I'm going to say, Mm -hmm. you're not so little anymore. Um, Do you have a name? Because this one wants to give you a friendly name so we can speak to you.
0: When you say, do you have a name? The beholder starts to sink almost to oh. the platform and it says forgot name. And then when you say this one wants to give you a new name, it spins. Lauren, please make a deck saving throw. Seven. Okay. Please make a strength check. Thirteen, As the Beholder is excited, and you know, like when when you girls wear a dress and they're like, oh, look how it swishes. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I do. I'm like, oh, look at it, swish. <laughs> the Beholder is going to spin and swish. It's like it's eye stalks. are going to go like a carnival ride almost. At which point, Lauren, you didn't realize it was going to do that, and so you didn't make the deck save to not be taken with it. But you do manage to hold on. So as you get spun around and then it realizes and then puts you down and you're going to stumble and release. Standing, but you're still on the platform. Disorientated. And then it's one eye looks at you quite
2: worryingly, the eye that you were holding. It's still squinting because that's it wasn't a friendly name. It was because when it first looked at me, it had those like rock mm, yeah. eyes.
0: It's still squinting because it is bright light and it has dark yes. vision, so it's it's still okay, squinting yes. at you. So
2: accurate, accurate. And then
0: it swivels its main eye and its head to look at you, Alaric, and then back at you, mm-hmm. Andromache. It's waiting expectantly for for this name.
3: I said, he said, squint. What do you think? What do you think?
0: Thirteen. It seems legit. Also, it probably doesn't understand what it means. And then you hear... Squinch.
3: As it says it... I'm going to turn to Lawrence. he likes likes it. I'm going to just look over to Bob and say... uh,
2: Yeah, I'm going to clarify with Andromoch. As Andromoch says that, I'm going to say... Actually, beholders are gender neutral. I'm not certain of the way that they reproduce... But I'm pretty sure there's a book out there. And I'm going to turn to Kira and look very pointedly at her, almost in a questioning manner, like, how is it that Behold is reproduced? we
1: have the hard hitting questions. I'm They're... trying
2: to stall. I still have that suggestion in my mind. And that's also <laughs> the reason why I was like, let's take a break. Because, yes, I know I have to do it. But also, I fucked up really badly with this woman. So I also, you know, not that eager to. To what needs to be done?
1: In character, I would say probably someone like amoeba. I feel like ah. it would be similar to amoeba.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amoeba. Bob has and no
3: idea what that means. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna stare blankly at you before saying to Bob, um, "How did a beholder get up here in 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 top city, Bob?" is he's actually almost still
0: in the same space, crouched over and his knuckles are white. And he's like, I don't know. And it's Pina this whole time. And you can see, you know, like when you've done something for many years and someone's like, you know, that's actually really dangerous. And you could have died like 30, 40 times. And he's just like flashing back all the times they could have died. And he's like, I don't no, um, Lauren actually knows.
2: But uh, Bob, you should be well versed with the goings on of of the nobility. Often we do. Even my family, we in, we invest in procuring exotic animals. Like, just... for instance, bubbles, bubbles, very exotic. Oh Lauren's yes, dog. the dog,
0: the ghost dog. I'm but just...
2: I don't know that he doesn't know if. If he knows it's Bubbles yeah, I mean yeah. it wasn't the, the princess's dog It was my dog yeah, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just going to say Bubbles Because Alarne also doesn't explain anything
0: No it's he just doesn't This like,
2: yeah, is a that's... thing just like Bubbles Tonic Alarne
0: explains it further They reproduce by literally dreaming Of another beholder Yeah. Wow That's, yeah. that's beautiful That's cool also, I'm just thinking, slightly less beautiful, but like a D&D version of Tiger King in Top City, where they've got like, and this is my beholder, and this is my <laughs> ghost dog, and this is my, you know, my wyvern, like all the kind of hardcore
2: pets. We've got sky whales. Our lives are not as exciting. You can't just get a normal
3: dog. No.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. they are whales yeah. in the sky. You're just going to feel
3: inadequate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll maybe like just pet the beholder.
2: On
0: its eye stalk or on its body?
3: On the body. When like you next to the guy ginormous teeth.
0: When yeah. you pet the body, it feels like on a baby's head when they when they are like just sort of born. Like you can feel like it's going to get hard, but it feels yeah. squishy. That's what the body feels like. That brings it to Bob, who is going to try and make a Wisdom saving throw. (laughs) Bob is still frozen. He is just like in that crouch, just having flashbacks of all the times they could have died to this beholder. And he is also frozen because he's like, why are you guys not more afraid? He's like, I'm afraid enough for everybody.
2: Because Alarne was just talking about bubbles. He thinks that Bob is afraid of bubbles. So he's going to say, you really don't need to... Blow this out of proportion, sir. Uh An explanation. <laughs> mm, that's, Bob that's so typical. He's going to
0: stammer, which a Lauren, you know, is extremely unusual for Bob. Yeah. As a professional butler, this is not something he would and he's going to say uh the holder dying <sighs> We must leave. Um
2: and that brings it to—Oh to- my God! The beholder is dying. I'm going to turn and say, "Panic in celestial!" Turn to the beholder and say, "Why didn't you tell me you were so ill? We need to get you out of the sewers immediately!"
0: And all it hears is, say by the God?" may it be a shining star." As an aside, we have a really cool song that Lena did to an yeah. Enya-inspired, Lord of the Rings-inspired vibe. And we'll yeah. share yeah. it when yeah. this episode comes out.
1: That brings Imagine it to the play 2 to a
0: beholder. It's like whale noises, but for, mm. for beholders. At which point it is the beholder's turn, and it's going to turn to Bob, and it's very unsure why Bob is like that. And it's going to try and do a charm. Okay, so cool. Bob, all of a sudden... Stops shaking and stammering, and he looks more relaxed as he rolled a three. So he is also charmed for the There's next hour. Us, guys.
1: Are we ever going to survive? Like, we're the only, only one like, we're that's never not gonna charm. get out of the We're all charmed, stupid. And Andromache <laughs> is already generally charmed as a person. So I feel like the whole party. Is just- <laughs> It's hard, it's a, it's, it's <laughs> a euphemism, okay. I'm not stupid.
2: I'm just procrastinating.
3: I just <laughs> ran into another ultra rare creature. So as a druid, I mean, that is just amazing.
2: So this combat
0: encounter has now changed from a combat encounter into a what's that island with the fruit from the Odyssey? Odysseus lands on an island and it's so wonderful yeah. there if you eat the fruit because the fruit makes oh, you so yeah. happy and you and never want to, to leave. Now it's turned into that kind of adventure. As the charm wears off every hour, and that brings us no to... no natural
3: inclination to leaves.
0: Um, until Andromach is charmed, we're going to keep an initiative and oh. see what happens. Uh, okay. That goes to you, Kira.
1: I realize Lauren has dropped my hand. Um, I see that beholder is just like hanging out, seems very comfortable. Everyone started speaking about how we should get out of here. I'm going to start looking around, thinking of how we should get out of here. I'll look at Bob and say, well, now that Squint is obviously with us, we should get going. Where to next? You realize you actually looked at the platform. There is a door, but it's
0: humanoid sized. Ah, So the only way to get the beholder is to go back through the sewers to the exit Mm. platform and then fly on a beholder into Top City.
3: Yes. Because that doesn't sign dangerous. I need to do this. I'm going to do that now.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm not sharing that that information of anyone. Because the thing is, though, even though you're charmed, you're not stupid. So you realize flying into a city on top of a beholder would look like an act of aggression.
1: Yeah, to look like an act
3: of war. Andermach would take offense to that.
1: All of a sudden be offended. I I am
2: offended. I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm offended because she looked at me like... (laughs) See that look. Don't think about me that way.
1: Uh, I'm going to look at the beholder. I'm going to look at the door and look at the beholder. Because I think if I and I would have noticed that Andermach was able to speak or communicate with the beholder, right?
0: Yeah, you can sense that it's communicating with her.
1: I'll look at... And Maka look at the Beholder and say that, is there a way for Squint to condense themselves? Because the door is only so big. Roll Arcana for me. I got 17. You realize
0: that the Beholder itself cannot make itself any smaller. However, there could be a spell that could do that. Doubtful you guys have it.
1: This is awkward because I'm still charmed, so I still want to, like, interact and play with Squint, but I still have enough, like of mind to know that i want to go find my mother so I'm, I'm kind of torn right now i want to go but i'm still too charmed and i can't leave because i know that others don't have a, that ability i'll ask bob out of desperation can you make this beholder smaller maybe Please. um bob
0: turns to you and he says surely magic and then he looks at you expectantly bob is a monk guys He could punch it (laughs) into smaller
1: pieces. like. (laughs) I'm going to look at squint kind of like helplessly. I need to go see my mother. I don't want to leave you. Squint is going
0: to let me roll. Uh, Chat, tell me over or under. So uh, if this is your first time here, I'm going to roll a percentile. And then you are going to tell me over or under. And then depending on what you guys say, that does this thing happen or not happen? As I rolled 84. And chat said under, so you guys are lucky. You realize, Kira, as you say that, when you say go, squint squint turns from being like a let's play and cute to almost hard for a second.
1: And then he says, play. I'm going to raise my hands. squint is giving this look. They look a bit concerned. And I'll raise my hand and say, there, there. I don't want you to be upset. Everything's going to be okay.
0: Sure, roll persuasion for me. 11. They do seem placated, but you're still worried. That brings it to you, Aloran.
2: Even though curious like talking about the beholder downsizing itself so we can get through the door, Aloran is still panicked because he thinks that the beholder is dying.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: So no. is going to put his hands on the beholder like, you know, like you'd hold a beach ball. Okay. I'm just going to lay
3: on hands, this beholder. Ooh. Okay, chat over or under? Does it even affect something with an anti-magic field on it? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's actually... I
1: don't, know, I don't know about the anti-magic field, so it not mm. come to mind, but that's true, yeah. And yeah.
2: then this light. So it didn't manage to cancel out the light. Is that because that's inherent?
0: So just like with Andromach like, it doesn't totally make her lose shape, right? Because those are inherent, it just lessens them. Yeah. Andromach you notice when the beholder spun around that your form regains shape until it appears that it's only in a specific direction. So where its actual eye is, the eye on its body is facing, appears to be where you lose connection okay so we're gonna go with tonic clonics under and i rolled one so that's under Ah! the beholder as you go to lay on hands it can sense magic you almost feel its body stiffen and the eye stalks go hard and then as you touch it and send you know obviously some healing energies it relaxes and you see almost see its eye stalks like you know like when a dog is like oh yeah Scratch behind my ear. That's the best. And yeah. when you send the healing through, you realize that physically it's very healthy. You know what? Role perception for me because you're looking at how it's doing. Eleven. But you realize like it's interacting with this touch very dramatically, right? Like a person or a, a pet that is used to being touched mm. wouldn't interact okay. like that. It was weary, so that's why it went stiff when you first touched Mm. it. Because when Andromach touched it, she went with, like, you know, she was making soothing sounds, right? She was like, there, there, and she was was talking to it. Whereas you were just like, put your hands on it without explaining or anything. You know when dogs are, like, really relaxing to a pet? Like this, the beholder has relaxed into it utterly, which, you know, Over relaxed into it It doesn't make sense So like it was over worried And then it was over
2: relaxed As you can see Lauren is having those flashbacks Of Lady Zetu When the same thing happened with her He's trying to figure out If there's something wrong With his lay on hands though Like it keeps having this weird effect Rather than actually doing what it's supposed to do.
0: Actually, unfortunately, Meister Hypster, you are have you have arrived at the end as that is where we're going to end today's session, but we will be back on Tuesday, 7:30 p.m. South African time. So, before we end, I uh, I want to give my players a chance to tell you where you can find them and and see them when they're not here.
3: I have a channel with my friend Dion called Wood Elf Gaming on YouTube that we cover some gaming platforms, board games and uh, painting days and stuff like the like, where you can catch us there. And we had this amazing, very small gathering of of people where we played some Warhammer Warcry. It was in Kruger's but it was amazing. And I hear that there's another place there in Joburg, so you might catch me or Dion there as well.
0: Nelly, where can people find you in a non-creepy way?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, first, of all, I want to say Happy Pride Month to anyone and everyone who celebrates. Yes. You can find me, let's say Instagram. I am Missvubu, so that is M I S S M V U B U. That's where you can find me on Instagram.
0: Wednesday. Where can people
1: find you when you're
0: not okay. on our channel?
2: Today, I'm just going to say that people can only find me on Die because I've been part of the team now for five years five awesome years of adventure. For me, I just want to say thank you to Dai for letting me be part of this. Thank you to everybody who listens, who watches us, people that have been with us since the start, the people that have been with us throughout, and the people that are just like, you know, coming on now. Thank you so so much for being here, Chat. You were amazing. It was
0: great to meet all you new people and great to see you, Creative Dave. So please remember, if you did enjoy it, please share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. And remember to like, join, and you know rate our podcast. It's always highly appreciated. There, there's a Doing Discord, you. or you can check us on all our socials. Dum dum die, d-u-m d-u-m d-i-e. No, it's not subscriber only. We it's open to everyone. There's a space for looking for group. Um, both IRL and online. We have a space where we share just general RPG stuff. We share, obviously, announcements. And then we're hoping it's a really rad space where lots of people can connect and share not only about Dum Dum Die, but just generally about role-playing. And with that, have an amazing week safely filled with adventure.